You're listening to the What the Junk Podcast with Megan Rage. Did you guys know that the Tasmanian devil is not just a cartoon and that it's a real animal? And they say Love Island is trash TV and can't be informative. Let me tell you, I was watching last night in bed. They did this challenge where they had to study up on a certain topic and then they were quizzed. And one of the questions was, oh, fuck, I forget. It was something about like, which animal has like eight vaginas? <laughs> and maybe that wasn't the question, but that was that was one of the questions. I don't know if the Tasmanian devil was the answer for that. But anyways, it's one One of the answers was Tasmanian devil. And I looked at Brett and I was like, what are they talking about? And he was like, what do you mean? I was like, Tasmanian devil's a real animal. He's like, are you serious? So then I looked it up and holy shit, it's a real animal. And if I am the only one that didn't know this, I'm going to feel really stupid. But hey, I'm putting it out there in case uh, someone else didn't know either. I guarantee Violetta, if you're listening to this, I guarantee she doesn't know that's a real animal. Do you? Text me. Let me know. gosh, I was cracking up. Um, I really hope that more people don't know that that's a real animal. I mean, if not, oh God, this isn't going to be a good look for me. Oh, it's been a crazy week. Probably one of the craziest weeks that I have. Like I've, I've, I have (laughs) one of the craziest weeks that I've had. It's just been like nonstop. I've had stuff going on. I've been pushing this holiday wishes contest, which I'm going to get into in a little bit. Um, So I just feel like I've been on my phone constantly. I swear I went to uh, Costco yesterday and I just want people to vote for mine and Chuck's story so bad that I thought about being like, attention, everyone, text the word Chuck to 47177 to win Front Street $25,000. And, you know, some people surely will have done it. Um, but I wussed out and I didn't do that. But I've seriously been thinking about like doing that when I go places like the mall or when I've been Christmas shopping, just like telling the cashier, hey, would you mind voting for me and my cat? Uh, maybe if I had a couple drinks before I went and did stuff like this, I'd be more um, likely to pull the trigger on that. But uh, yeah, I've wussed out a couple times. It crosses my mind every time I'm out in public, for sure. Yesterday I was at Target, though. I had to get like a bunch of different little things. We were just out of like laundry detergent and eggs and blah, 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 blah. The one thing that I wanted, though, when I went was hot cocoa drops. So I saw them on Instagram, this like b- mom blog. Costco blogger posted about them. Since I can't seem to find hot cocoa bombs anywhere, apparently she found like a bag of hot cocoa drops at Costco. They look like little Hershey's kisses and you drop them either into water or milk and apparently it makes like the perfect hot chocolate. I feel like I just said apparently and apparently he likes to play a Powerball. Please tell you remember. Please tell me you remember that kid. Um, so yeah, they're allegedly supposed to, I just said allegedly instead of apparently, they're supposed to make like the best hot chocolate ever. I walked up and down all of the aisles yesterday, did not find them. I also just read an article recently that um, I know that the Costco vodka is the same as Grey Goose, but I read that their yoga pants are the same as Lululemon. I've never bought myself Lululemon. I'm scared to take that plunge because I don't want to get addicted and then I don't want to like spend all my money there because I don't really have a lot of money because if you haven't heard, <laughs> unemployed, kind of, we'll get into that in a little bit too. <laughs> But I don't know, uh, since I've never worn Lululemon's leggings yesterday when I was looking at the Costco clothes, I didn't know which leggings were the Lululemon ones, so I didn't buy any. But I did buy Brett some slippers. He's always complaining that his feet are cold. So yesterday, the guy was stocking some Baby Yoda dolls and some slippers right when he walked in. And so people were crowding around the slippers. And this lady looked at me. She's like, they're such a good deal. They're like under 10 bucks. So I 
I bought Brett a pair of these slippers and they, they're just slide on. They have a hard bottom so you can wear them outdoor and indoor. Um, I got him a size large, which is an 11, 12. He normally wears a 12, 11, 11, 12. So I wasn't going to give him to him until Christmas. I hit him downstairs. I was going to wrap him. But today I came upstairs and looked in the office and he was wearing his tennis shoes upstairs, like on the carpet. And I was like, what are you doing with your shoes on? He was like, my feet are freezing. And so I walked downstairs and I just figured, okay, I'm just going to give him these right now. And so I gave them to him and he's all excited. And then he opens them and he puts them on. And of course he has a qualm with these slippers. He has a complaint. He's like, oh, they don't fit. To me, they look like they fit perfectly, exactly how they're supposed to snug. And he also has socks on I was like well take your socks off he's like no because then my feet are going to be even colder he's like they don't fit they don't fit you have to take them back like totally complaining about these slippers right no thank you no none of that just full-blown complaining keep in mind I keep my adidas slides by the sliding glass door I wear a size seven in women's he puts those shoes squeezes his little his big ass foot into my little ass shoes every day to go out in the backyard and like skim the pool or check the filters or do whatever it is that he's doing he puts those shoes on to take out the trash but he cannot put he says these shoes that actually fit him do not fit him but he can squeeze into my seven shoes that man he just likes a reason to freaking complain so he's like oh you're gonna have to take him back but in my head I'm like I'm not freaking taking him back they are they were nine dollar slippers maybe ten dollars with tax you squeeze your big ass foot and my little ass shoes all the time I guarantee if I just leave these slippers out he's gonna end up wearing them he just likes to have a I swear he's gonna open every one of my Christmas presents and be like oh these aren't the ones I wanted because that's just what he likes to do he likes to freaking whinge and moan all the time I'm like oh you're welcome for thinking of you and your cold ass feet and buying you some you're welcome you're no oh you're welcome oh Oh, you're welcome. No, he currently has them packaged up by the door and told me I need to return them. I'm not driving all the way back to Costco to return some $10 slippers. You can force your foot into them and stretch them out and wear them. Thank you. Have a nice day. I'll be here all night. He has a work thing tomorrow, so he's going to be gone for a majority of the day. So I went to the store yesterday. He doesn't even know this. I got him um, a cottage cheese and pineapple, like, pre-packaged cup. I got him chips. I got him, like, roast beef, ham, good bread, avocado pickles. I'm going to make him a bomb beach hut sandwich. Um, I got him, I got him something else too, to put in his little lunchbox. And normally I just make him a sandwich and then he eats it first thing in the morning and then he's hungry all day. So I was like, I'm just going to make him a bunch of stuff so that he has something to eat throughout the day. I guarantee he's going to find something to complain about in that damn lunchbox. Watch, mark my words. He's going to complain about something. He's either going to say, he doesn't want something that I've put in there. And I'm going to say, just leave it in there because you're probably going to eat it. And guess what? He will. Also, he's very behind on my podcast, like two episodes. So he's going to be listening to this at some point tomorrow when he's driving home or when he's driving there. So hi, Brett. I'm betting right now that you've complained about something that I put in your lunchbox. I betcha. I'm like, oh, I'm doing such a good thing yesterday. I was grabbing all these little things, like thinking of him, oh, he's going to need this and oh, he's going to be hungry, but I guarantee I'm not going to get a thank you and he's going to complain about something. Watch. While I was at Costco yesterday, I was going up and down the aisles looking for those hot cocoa drops and I recognized this guy just from his eyes. Um, he's probably in his late 40s, early 50s, but he used to come into the bank. And my regulars, like, I do not forget a face. I might not remember a name, but I definitely don't forget a face. So I was looking at him and I was like thinking, I, I had to pee so bad. I chugged a coffee before I went in and you know how that is. Like, you have to pee every two seconds after you drink a coffee. And plus, I was drinking water on top of that. Plus, I was wearing a mask and I was just trying to get the hell out of there. So... I was like, oh, do I want to say something to him? Uh, I haven't seen him in years. Like, it's, 
I mean, his costume to have been like nine, ten years since I've last seen him. He used to come in all the time. He drove a cab. He had um, a checking account where I worked. He used to come in every single day and make a deposit. I want to say he's from Ethiopia. And he, um, him and his family came here when he was like in his 20s, I think. Him and his wife and, and some of his kids. And, okay, we'll get into how many kids he has in a second. So I'm kind of debating on whether or not I want to say something to him because I don't remember his name. I'm not sure if he's going to recognize me because I never didn't wear makeup in the bank and yesterday I didn't have any makeup on but he looks at me and he recognizes me right away and I pull my mask down for a second just so he could see my face and he's like oh my god how are you and I was like I'm doing so good how are you and he's like good and then he's like you know I'm happy to have my health yada 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 and I'm standing a good like length away from him because I don't want Costco people to get all crazy plus I mean he if 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 he's still doing what he did before that means he's you know driving a cab so I didn't want any get anywhere near him so I was like standing a good you know good good ways back <clears throat> and English is his second language so we're chit-chatting and then all of a sudden he says something and I don't know what he says so I just said yeah yeah and then I clearly hear the next words that come out of his mouth and it's oh how old are they and I realized that the previous question was, you have a kid, right? And so then I'm like, oh, great. What do, what do I do? So instead of just being a normal human being and being like, oh, I, I misunderstood what you said. I No, I don't have a kid. I said, oh, yeah, she's seven. <laughs> oh, my God. He's like, oh, yeah, that's good. I was like, yeah, yeah, she's really great. And then he's like, I have four kids now. And then he goes through their ages. And he was like, are you homeschooling? And I was like, yeah, you know, it's really rough. <laughs> like, what? So now I have to pee. I'm uncomfortable. I am now sweating profusely underneath my mask from just like everything that's happening. And so I'm like, okay, I need to wrap this up. And he's still trying to chit chat. He's like, you're not at the bank anymore. You know, what are you doing now? And I didn't even want to get into all that. And I was like, you know, I really have to go. I was like, it was really nice seeing you. So I turned my card around and I get out of there. And then of course, like I'm kind of next to him in line and oh my God. I forgot to tell Brett about it. So last night we were laying in bed. I paused the show that we were watching and I was like, I forgot to tell you, I ran into this guy from the bank at Costco today and I didn't hear what he said. And I just answered yes. And then I realized he asked if I had a kid. And then we got into the conversation and I just made up this make-believe daughter that we have who's seven years old. And Brett's like, what? Why didn't you just tell him? And I'm like, I don't know. You had to be, you had to be there. In the moment, it just felt awkward to like backtrack and say like, I have no idea what you said. So I just went with it because who, I mean, how is he going to know? He'll never know. How is, how would they know? How will they know? He's, he's not going to know. I feel like I do that possibly in every podcast. How will they know? They'll never know. <laughs> so yeah, hopefully that's not bad karma lying and saying that I have a fake kid. I mean, my God, I just didn't know what was happening. And then it was too late to abort mission. So here I am. Luckily, he didn't ask her name or anything because, holy shit, that would have been awkward. I would have just had to come up with something. I'm sure I would have said Delilah. Come up with something on the fly. This kind of all started last week. I was telling you guys when I recorded the podcast that the following day was going to be the Holiday Wishes um, celebration with Petco, where I was going to find out what amount of money our story won for the shelter. So I told you there's two tiers to this contest. And one of them is, you know, everyone submitted their story. They said they got over 6,000 entries and they pick 100 entries to win. And all of those entries are featured in the coffee table book that I talked about last week. So I got an email saying that last Wednesday we were going to do a Zoom celebration. So 
there was probably about 20 to 30 people on the Zoom call, mm, maybe closer to 20, because it was um, five or six of the stories plus the shelter where they adopted their animal from. So <laughs> the Zoom call was at noon. I get on, you know, I do my hair, I do my makeup, I put on a nice shirt and a sweater and I come downstairs and I get on the Zoom call so I can find the lighting because I don't know, like, is the light supposed to be in front of you or behind you? I don't fucking know. So I kind of went around my kitchen, living room, finding a good spot where I could sit and people start to join. I was like one of the first people on the call. And then all of a sudden people start to join. Well, in the box that we received in like our goodie box that had the envelope that we weren't supposed to um, weren't supposed to open. It had a lawn sign. It had the coffee table book. It had a gift card. It had a pair of Skechers bobs with the cats all over them. There was also a T-shirt in there or a long sleeve shirt. And they sent me two, one for me and one for Brett. So people start to join this call and they're all wearing the shirt, the Petco shirt that says like my pet changed my life or yeah, or my adopted pet changed my life. So I duck out of the Zoom call, run upstairs, take my sweater off, put the put the other shirt on and come back and resume. And so people are kind of chit chatting on the call. It's clear that some people know each other, like some of the um, rescue organizations know the people from Petco. And I'm a, I'm not well-versed in Zoom. I haven't done very many of them during quarantine because I haven't had a reason to. So I didn't realize that my microphone wasn't on mute. So I've, you know, 20 minutes into this thing, I mute my microphone. And then we finally get started. So the Petco people are facilitating it. They have the people from Petco speak, and then they have the representatives from Skechers speak, and they talk about, you know, how much, how important it is for, you know, donations when you go into Petco at the register and it says, do you want to donate to a homeless pet? Um, they start talking about that and just how many stories they got, and then they get into the people on the Zoom call. So they go around and they, they're facilitating it. So they're like, oh, you know, blah, 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 tell your story. And so each person gets on and tells their story. So on my call, there was um, a 14-year-old girl who was involved in a school shooting. She got shot in the abdomen and then her best friend got shot and died. And this organization called Pause for Life had never donated a service dog to a child who had been a part of a violent crime, but they did so for her. And Pause for Life is actually an organization where prisoners train service dogs. How freaking cool is that? So they had a representative from Pause for Life, plus they had some people who have um, served their time and are now out that have trained dogs that work for the organization. So first the little girl spoke with her mom, and then the organization spoke, and then they went to the next person. I don't remember all the stories. There was another girl. Um, her name was Isa, or her dog's name was Isa. No, her name... Wait, fuck, I can't remember. But she had poems that she wrote about the dog, and it's a senior dog. It's missing all of its teeth. It's so cute. So she spoke, and then there was another girl who was a teenager. She was a gymnast, and she fell really hard and, like, broke her neck or something happened to her. And so she also got a service dog. So everyone kind of went around and told their story, and I started to notice that, you know, oh, everyone's kind of told their story, so they must be calling on me next. So they call on me and I start to tell my story about Chuck. And of course, I get emotional and I start crying. And I'm like, oh, my God, Megan, pull it together. Because once I start going, I can't stop. So I'm like, OK, I'm going to stand up and show off my tattoo. So I stand up, which I I wasn't really sure if I was going to do or not. So I stand up and I show them my tattoo and everyone's freaking out. <clears throat> oh, there was an actress on our call. 
who said that she's, you know, become depressed and, you know, just living in Los Angeles and worrying about getting roles and worrying about gaining weight. And, you know, she just started seeing a therapist. And when she was in her therapy office, the therapist had a cat and the cat came running over to her and the therapist was like, maybe you should try working with animals. So she started volunteering at the kitty bungalow in Los Angeles and then eventually adopted a cat named Kalu, who she's now had for three years. And she just said that it's, you know, totally helped her in life in so many different ways. Anyways, getting back to the story. So I'm telling my story. I cry. I stand up, I show my tattoo. And so I'm the last one. And then they're like, okay, now everyone open their envelopes. And inside the envelope, you know, normally they'd be doing this in person. So you'd be handed a big check that would reveal your amount. They'd probably pull a sheet from over it or whatever, you know. So anyways, they tell everyone to open their checks. And of course, I can't get mine undone. I'm just like nervous and shaking. And so I, if there's a video that Pe- the Petco Foundation actually posted, which I'm going to repost in a couple days. I just want to post it with my tattoo. And I'm still so nervous about my dad seeing it for some reason. So they, they're, they're telling everyone to open their envelope. I can't get mine open, but everyone else has opened theirs already. And so I'm starting to look across the screen and I'm like, okay, it's a lot of 5,000, 10,000. I knew not all hundred people were on this call. So I was like, okay, I started to realize that they were probably doing multiple calls for to reveal the winners because I knew that there was a $100,000 winner, which is the grand prize, a $50,000 winner. And then I think a 25. So I'm like, okay, I'm clearly not one of the big prize winners. Um, you know, everyone's opening and it says it's 5,000, 10,000 to their organization. So I finally get my envelope open and mine says $50,000. And I'm honestly, I'm speechless. Like I like cannot even believe that the shelter won fifty thousand dollars I look at Ryan's face because Ryan from Front Street is on the call and he is his jaw is just totally dropped he can't believe it because I think he was thinking the same thing he was kind of seeing everyone else's envelopes open seeing the five to ten thousand so he was like okay that's definitely what we're gonna get and then here I am opening the envelope and it says fifty thousand dollars and I am just like I cannot believe it I was freaking out as soon as the Zoom call ended. Ryan calls me and he's like, oh, my God, this is freaking insane. And so with that, I get a Petco gift card. And he's like, I wonder how much on the Petco gift card. So I go to Petco later that day to kind of find out how much is on there. I was going to buy Chuck a bunch of treats. There's $500 on this Petco gift card. I was like, holy crap. I bought him a new container for his food. I bought him a treats dish. I bought him tons of treats. I bought him a water fountain. I bought him some grass. I bought him a new blanket. Like I went ham. I spent $140 and then I donated $10 of that money back to help a homeless, a homeless pet at Petco. And then I left and I still have, oh my God, so much money left on this gift card. Like Chuck's about to be spoiled for the rest of his life. But $50,000 goes to Front Street Animal Shelter. And what Ryan was telling me, what's really cool about this grant is that sometimes when they went grant, when they win grant monies, grant money from organizations, it's they have to spend it on on something specific. Like it's like this is for this or this is for this. Well, with the Petco Foundation and this fifty thousand dollars in grant money, they're able to use it wherever they need it. So it's just it's so much money. They've entered in the past and they've won, um, you know, grant money from this contest before. But I think this is the largest amount of money that they've won from the Holiday Wishes campaign, which is why I'm just totally trying to push the extra the people's vote, because if I can win that additional twenty five thousand dollars, that means seventy five thousand dollars for Front Street Animal Shelter which would just be insane. So I'm sorry if I'm getting annoying on my social media. I appreciate everyone that's voted. You can only vote once a day. And there's a new development. If um, your friends or family members haven't voted yet, it's super easy. They just have to text Chuck 
to 47177. The link will get texted directly to them. They just have to put in their email address and vote. I went on Good Day Sacramento over the weekend. I woke up hella early, did my hair. and I'm so appreciative that I was able to get on, did my hair and makeup. And then obviously I know it was new is going to be super quick, but holy crap, they showed so many pictures of me and Chuck that my face was barely on it. I'm like, I wish I wouldn't have done my hair and makeup because I wasted it. I wasted makeup and I wasted doing my hair. I'm trying to use the least amount of heat on this head as possible. And I'm like, my face looks so fat. Anyways, the camera really does add 10 pounds. I'm like, why did I even bother? I should have just worn no makeup because I look ugly anyways. Um, But I think that I did see a boost in the numbers from going on Good Day. And then also Front Street, they were pushing, you know, Giving Tuesday last week. They haven't even posted the story yet. And Front Street has such a huge following that I'm hoping once they post the video and the ways to vote that we'll see a big boost in the numbers. But last time I checked, I was losing by like 2,000 votes. So it's not looking great. The woman that's winning the people's choice she went into the shelter I don't know where but she went in with her husband who had cancer they adopted a dog and um you know things were really good for a couple months and he was just you know taken his mind was taken off of the pain and suffering that he was in because he had all this time to put or you know he had something to put his attention onto which was raising a puppy and training a puppy and then he ended up dying and so she still has this dog and it just reminds her of her husband who passed it's such a sad story I understand why it's getting so many votes I mean it is I read the story because it's in the book so when I read through the book that was one of the stories that like I really pulled at my heartstrings and then once I realized that she was the one that was winning I read the story to Brett and he was like oh and I was like yeah tell me about it so I mean at this point it would take it would take a lot of pushing from a lot of you to tell literally everyone you know for me to pull out you know this W but it would just be so wonderful if Front Street could walk away with $75,000 I mean the $50,000 is I'm so proud of that I honestly feel like that is my biggest accomplishment, even though, you know, I really didn't do it. (laughs) Front Street is responsible for finding me Chuck and, you know, helping me with my video to submit. I owe so much to them. So I don't really know if I can call it my accomplishment, but the fact that our story won them $50,000, like you have no idea. I went out and I got the envelope or the the like fake check thing. I went and got it framed. It's hanging up right now in our office. I, my phone was blowing up. I felt like I had a kid who just like won American Idol. I had like 50 DMs at one point. Everyone was sharing. Everyone was commenting because people love helping animals and people in this area love Front Street. Front Street is like the popular kid in school. Everyone loves them. Everyone knows what great work that they do. So the fact that our story won them $50,000. I mean, it's going to go down as one of my greatest accomplishments in life. I just, I can't get over it. It was, I was on such a high the day that we found out about that $50,000. I cannot even describe it to you. I've, I don't think I've ever felt like that in my life. I cannot pinpoint a single moment where I've ever felt like that in my life. So winning that extra 25 would just, you know, elevate that mood. I can't even imagine. So if you haven't voted yet, text the word Chuck to 47177. I would really appreciate it. I know Front Street would really appreciate it. Chuck would really appreciate it. I'm just going to touch on this very quickly. So many people have DM'd me this past week that Claire... (laughs) <laughs> was taking donations for Front Street. She ha- she posted on Sunday night. She's like, I was just thinking about all the shelter pets that are or shelter animals that are, you know, at the shelter that are sleeping on those cement floors that are probably cold. So she did an on the whim blanket drive where she had people in Sacramento come to the salon that she works at and drop off blankets. And then she posted last night that she got over 400 blankets that she was going to be donating to Front Street. Look, that is great. 
That is wonderful. I'm so happy that she did that. I'm so happy that she used her platform for something good. Not that she doesn't. Well, yeah, she normally doesn't. <laughs> she doesn't use it for anything besides posting shit that we don't care about. Um, so I'm so glad that she used her platform for that. The DMs that people were sending me about it were really funny. I'm not going to hate on her. <laughs> at all because I love when people make donations to Front Street. I'm so glad that she did that. It's just funny because it sucks that my Instagram is so um, saturated in hate for her because I could have been like, hey, can you maybe repost my video? Because holy shit, that would really bring in the votes. But of course, I had to talk shit all this time. And there's no way that I'm going to go back and edit all the comments, in my Instagram captions. And, you know, I can't just I can't risk her coming across my podcast or maybe already knowing about it and knowing that I fucking hate her. I mean, I highly doubt that she knows about it, but I wasn't going to take the chance. So this is a lesson learned for everyone. Don't talk shit because you never know when you're going to need someone's help because it would have been so great to be like, hey, I leave. I love Front Street, too. I'm not doing a blanket drive, but I have the potential to win them $25,000. Could you repost it, post this so that we could get votes? But here I am. Lesson learned. Real quick, I want to do the Instagram that you should follow this week. I happened to stumble across it. My friend Caitlin posted a street sign, I believe, yesterday, and she tagged this Instagram account called Ordinary Sacramento. So I love the Ordinary Brand skincare line. I was like, hmm, I wonder what this is. So I clicked on it, and the caption on the profile says, pre-order my book, My Neighborhood, Rosemont, California. And then there's a website where you can pre-order the book. So I started looking through the pictures and it's um, photography basically all over Sacramento, but primarily in Rosemont. And then I realized that the, the pictures were taken. This Instagram's ran by. The book is by Enoch, who went to West Campus. So the pictures are so amazing, super nostalgic, especially if you grew up in Rosemont. You should definitely check out this Instagram account, pre-order the book. The Instagram is Ordinary Sacramento. Hopefully I do not have to spell that for you, <laughs> but you should definitely check it out. I have some news about something that I talked about a couple weeks ago. I got the job. I'm so excited. I'm actually going after I record this podcast down to sign all like my onboarding paperwork you know, how to dig out all my important information, my social security card and my my ID. I'm like, I don't have to get dressed up for this, right? Like I can just show up in sweatpants because I'm not trying to, I mean, this isn't an interview. I already got the job. Like I'm not trying to put on makeup. I just put my hair up in a ponytail. I'm just going to wear regular clothes because I'm literally just going down to sign paperwork. That's a thing, right? I mean, you guys can't weigh in on this because by the time you hear it, it will have already happened. <laughs> so just cross your fingers that it went well. I'm really excited about it. I'm not going to tell you what it is yet. And there's a reason for that. So I think that I'm probably going to tell you after the new year. You're, you're just going to have to wait. Some of you do know, but I, I really just got to hold this one close for a second until I get some things ironed out. This is a whole new avenue for me. Like we are going down uncharted waters. Territory? Uncharted territory? What the fuck ever. I can't wait to start. I don't know when I start. I was having like some major anxiety. I'm actually excited because I have another therapy session tomorrow. I was having major anxiety about, you know, just totally switching gears and kind of starting from the bottom in a whole new profession. Not that I feel embarrassed because I don't. It just feels very scary. And so coincidentally, Chriselle, who I'm very hot and cold with, posted something that really freaking spoke to me. It's like one second I like her and one second she's annoying the shit out of me. By the way, did you see that she's dating Keo from Dancing with the Stars? I freaking love that. I feel like they're so cute together. Anyways, Chriselle posted this status last week. I did repost it, but I'm going to read it to you because some of you might not have clicked on it and read it. And it's just so 
relatable to me right now. She said, I'm in Forbes and have no chill. Forbes magazine. Whatever you're striving for, keep going. Do not let the doubt creep in. This reminded me of being asked if I was humiliated to be seen at an open house if someone recognized me from TV when I first started in real estate, if I gave up acting. She said, I had been written out of Days of Our Lives and had to figure out a backup plan. People that judge someone for how they pay their bills are a special breed. Pursue your dreams, and unless they're paying your bills, pay haters no mind. Went on to be written back on the Days of Our Lives while filming Selling Sunset and Selling Houses at the same time. No jobs to three jobs at once. Don't quit. Don't give up on yourself. Let the haters fuel your drive. You've got this. Anyways, then she went on to talk about the magazine. Not that I have haters right now, but I just know that what I'm doing is going to come as a shock to some people. And I feel like a source of my anxiety is probably a little bit from that. I mean, it's more so about making a big change and like, hopefully I like it. And is this vision that I have, is this end game that I have um, tangible? Is it possible what am I gonna have to do to get there like there's just so many what ifs and that's scary but I'm really positive about all of it I'm like super excited to see where this takes me I'm super excited to get started I'm also excited because it's starting out part-time at first so I can kind of ease my way back into the working world and then of course I'm still going to be doing my radio show for K-Duck in Oregon so a lot of big things happening a lot of changes being made but I'm excited about them I when she called me she told me the girl from the job she said I'm either going to call you and tell you that you got it or you're not going to hear from me so as soon as she said her name on the phone I was like oh my god I got the job and I think she was really excited at how excited I was when I went for in for the interview I was like I really want this job and I think that she really felt that and I really meant it so I'm super excited for what's to come. I can't wait to share it with you guys. I just need to work out a couple things first and I want to get started before I like really dive in and tell you what I'm all about. Can I just say one thing that I'm thankful for in 2020 are friends that I keep in touch with constantly but never see. I mean, I don't like that I never see them, but we're in a time where you can't always see your friends and also it's just nice that you can have connections with people without having to see them all the time. So Anna is a girl I went to high school with, but we weren't really friends in high school. Then we connected as adults and then Kristen is her really good friend who I met outside of her. We've actually only met twice in our lives, but we talk all the time as if we've been friends forever. So the three of us are on a group text. We talk about Bachelor. We talk about life. We talk about random ass shit. I feel like I vent to them about things that I would vent to like my closest, most personal friends you know about I've talked to them about like super personal things and I feel comfortable with them and they always give me sound advice and I just love them and I'm so appreciative for them and I'm so appreciative for like that outlet because it's hard sometimes I feel like sometimes I've especially this year I've gone through friendship cycles with people that I've known forever that just don't feel super healthy like things feel like a competition or I feel super judged so I love when I feel comfortable texting and talking to friends and I really have that with them but it's just so random because I don't see them very often yet we text I mean at least three days out of the week sometimes four sometimes five so yesterday (laughs) this is this is a really good story yesterday Anna texts the group and she says I got a Peloton and I was like oh my god you're gonna love it so exciting and Kristen's like can I come over and use it and she was like of course And then Anna was like, Megan, you're going to be upset because look at my delivery date. She ordered it yesterday. She's literally getting it like mid-January. I mean, the fuck, Peloton. Were you just trying to fire me up because you knew I needed something to do this summer? What's the deal? 
So then the day kind of goes by and she to message the group again. And she was like, you know how Joe Rogan does the sober October like fitness challenge thing. She was like, we should do the same thing and have like a prize at the end. And I was like, oh, my God. Yes. Sold. Let's do it. So after working out some kinks, we decided to do it in February because she's not getting the bike till mid January, obviously. So I'm already going to do a sober January. I do it every year, but I'm also going to roll that into a sober February. And we haven't worked out the kinks of like exactly how the contest is going to work yet. It was just kind of me and Anna going back and forth. And then Kristen piped in and was like, um, guys, yeah, I don't have a Peloton. And we're like, oh, well, we can just, it doesn't have to be a Peloton workout. You could just track your activity through like your Apple Watch or something. And so nothing was really said for hours. And then I'm laying in bed and I look over, my phone was already on do not disturb because I do that the second that I get in bed. And I have like, I don't know, eight text messages. And I open them up and I see that Kristen's posted a video and it's a TikTok. And it's the, I'm not going to do it, girl. I was just thinking about it. I'm not going to do it. I did it. And I realized that the TikTok name is her TikTok account. And she is basically showing us that she ordered a Peloton. I'm like, what the (laughs) just ordered a Peloton? Like it was like, I don't know, an eye cream from Amazon. (laughs) And hers is also coming in mid-January. So now we're all fired the fuck up because we're all going to contribute to this grand, grand prize, grand comma, grand prize at the end that one of us is going to win for completing this challenge. I don't know exactly how it's going to work yet. Like whoever works out the most and stays sober. I don't really know. I've never done one of these before, but it's exciting. It's funny that we are now going to do this together, that both of them bought a Peloton in the same day. Again, like it's an eye cream from Amazon. Like, oh, no big deal. No big deal. I had to talk Brett into it for three months. It only fucking took 10 hours for Kristen to pull the trigger on one. Oh, God. So, yeah, if anyone has done a fitness challenge before and you have any recommendations on how we should facilitate this, please. Shawty, swing my way. Don't look good to me. Um, I'm excited, though, because I have been motivated on the bike lately. I had a little, a couple, oh, I hope I'm not getting a tattoo in February. Oh, well, that's, I'm going to have to sweat. With that wrap on my, no, I'm done in February. Brett's the one that has one in February. We good for February. I'm so excited because it's just going to push me that little extra bit. And I feel like since I'm going to be sober in February and January, why did I say it in that order? January and February, I'm just going to be looking snatched by the time summer 2021 rolls around. I also plan on doing Whole30 again because let me tell you, last night we reheated some pasta that we made over the weekend and Brett made it creamier with like all this fucking dairy and I felt like shit last night and this morning and I'm like, I am eating way too much dairy. I need to find some substitutes and with the Whole30, we really, I mean, you don't eat dairy. So I, I remember how good I felt for that month, like just good for my gut just because I know it's like a nice reset for my body because everything upsets my stomach like onions upset my stomach dairy upset my stomach these are all things that I eat frequently (laughs) I just recently got probiotics though so I never knew really what probiotics were like kombucha and stuff and the other day I was drinking a hard seltzer that had kombucha in it and I was like what is that exactly I just always thought it was something that fucked your stomach up but in like a good way so I started reading about it and Brett's stomach is always messed up and he's always bloated and I was like oh you should take probiotics so I went and bought him some yesterday from Rayleigh's he's gonna be my guinea pig I'm too scared to take him like is there a is there a probiotic curve where like at first you're like dying because you start taking them and it's like working its magic or are probiotics even like are, are they full of shit? Lindsay, if you're listening, can you give me a lesson on probiotics? What should we be doing? <laughs> oh, God. 
Have you seen the meme that's going around that's like age yourself by posting a store that no longer exists that was around when you were a kid or in your lifetime or whatever? I've been loving the answers under those. When I find some from people from out of state, like radio people that I follow, it's not as relatable because they're posting stores that I've never heard of. But someone that I follow on Facebook or someone that I'm friends with on Facebook posted it recently and the comments were lit. Mervyn's... I wish Mervyn's would come back, but the one that was killing me was Price Club. Who remembers when Costco was called Price Club? I like, I saw Price Club and I was like, holy shit, that is such a good one. Then I was like, wait, I really had to like think back and I'm like, oh wait, Price Club was Costco back in the day when I was little and now it's Costco. When did that, what happened? Does anyone remember this? I was just, I was feeling so nostalgic when I saw the words Price Club. I totally forgot Price Club even existed. How many times can I say Price Club in a sentence? As the year winds down, there are some decisions that I'm going to have to make at the end of the year. For instance, my website. I love my website so much. I've paid money to have it done. I've paid money to maintain it. I don't use it as much as I'd like to. For a while when I was working at the state, like I just brought my computer to work. I got my phone hotspotted. And whenever I had a free second, I was blogging like on my lunch breaks, on my 15 minute breaks. Like that was my working resume for me getting back into radio. And sometimes I just blog now if I'm talking about something on this podcast that I want to see. I'm like, just go to MeganRage.com and you could see the video there. So it's coming up where I'm going to have to renew it. And it's not cheap. I'm just so torn because it is not something that I use all the time, but it's something that I want to keep. And I just don't know what to do about it. I'm like having anxiety because I just feel like lately it's been nothing but fucking expenses, like just shit coming up. And I know that I'm going to regret not keeping it, but I really just don't want to shell out the money to keep it because I'm not using it right now. But I've been thinking about it because I know it's coming every year. I always forget. And then the first of the year comes around and it's like, you have to renew your website. It's like $300. And I'm like, oh my God, dagger to the heart. I haven't even talked to Brett about it because I just, the anxiety of it is just causing me so much stress. I cannot relax my jaw for the life of me. I'm still not sleeping a night, popping two 10 milligram melatonins every single night, which is so irritating because... I used to just fall asleep like it's nothing. And now I can't fall asleep. My mind is just working. I know I've talked about this before. And my jaw, I feel like I've been gnawing on a brick for the past week. It is just so sore and tense. Besides the slippers today, Brett and I have done so good about not opening our Christmas presents. However, we do know everything that's under the tree that we got each other. It's fucking annoying, except for one thing. So Brett called me over the weekend. He told me he was doing something else. And then he called me from the mall and he was like, I don't know. I was like, why do you sound sad? He's like, I don't know what to do. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, I don't know what to get you for Christmas. I'm at the mall and I'm stressed out. He's like, I know you wanted some sunglasses. I know you wanted like some little gold band rings. And I was like, yeah, I want, you know, sunglasses or whatever, gold band rings. He ends up telling me that he got me sunglasses. He tried to let me open them over the weekend. And I said, no, absolutely not. And so I know that he got me that. I know that he got me some perfume. And then there's one little gift and I don't know what it is. And so then we were at the at Save Mart over the weekend. And he was like, I know that you got me AirPods. I know that you got me white Nikes. And then I know that you got me cologne. And I'm like, you motherfucker. He doesn't know what two of the gifts under the tree are, though, that I got him. So at least it's something. But it's just so annoying because, yeah, we haven't opened any of the presents, but we know what all of them fucking are. So we might as well just open them. I swear to God, when he said, let's just open one of our presents each this weekend, I was like, you know what happens when that starts? We open one and then we're like, oh, we might as well just open all of them. And then there's no presents under the tree come Christmas morning. So I'm really putting my foot down. I mean, what's the date today? 
It is the, oh, you know I'm bad at counting dates. It's the 8th, so we don't have that much longer to go. We can wait until Christmas, even though it's killing me. Every time I have to use that Revlon and I see all the smoke coming off of my head, I'm like, oh my God, I just want to open that goddamn Dyson air wrap. I just want to open it, just so my hair doesn't fry. It's finally starting to grow, and here I am frying it off because I've had to do my hair more than ever lately. I've had the Zoom calls, and I've had job interviews, and then I've had holidays. Like normally, my hair gets done once a week. Lately, it's been like two or three times. I cruise a lot of websites every single day because, you know, I do show prep for my show. And I recently came across this, you know, it's clickbait. It's one of those articles. It's like, see all the shows that are canceled in 2020. And I see it all the time. But the way that they worded it this time really had me wanting to click on it. And then I click on it and I realized the slideshow was like 200 and something fucking TV shows long. So I start sliding through them to see what's been canceled and what's been renewed. And I'm so mad. That show Away on Netflix with Hillary Swank about going to the moon. So good. Editing this podcast right now. Just heard myself call the show about Mars, the moon. Why the fuck can I keep those two planets straight? The, the show is about her going to Mars, not the moon. My God. Canceled after the first season. And then I've been ranting and raving about Euphoria on Amazon. I told you about it. Some of you watched it and told me it was so good. Canceled, not renewed after one season. There were a few other shows too, but it was just putting me in a bad mood. So I had to freaking click out of it because I'm not trying to kill my vibe like that. My friend Amanda loves the show. It was on last season or last year, Stumptown. She like loved it and it got canceled after one season. I had to break the news to her. Um, Yeah, there's another show. What show, what show, what show? Oh, uh, oh, The Outsider on HBO, which was good. It was a little weird and it did end on a cliffhanger where it could kind of go either way. It didn't get renewed on HBO, but they are shopping other networks to possibly bring it back, which I don't really know if I trust it on another network. Like, would it have the same writers? How does that work? Um, and then what was another one? Oh, The Vow on HBO about that fucking Nexium self sex sex cult. We knew that was getting a season two, but I cannot wait for that. Um, I've been I haven't I've had HBO forever. We just recently switched to HBO Max because at first HBO Max was only available on a certain on certain streaming devices. And we have a Roku, and we have a Fire Stick, and it wasn't available on either of those. So it's finally available on those. So we switched to HBO Max this weekend and holy shit, game changer. There are so many shows on HBO Max that aren't on regular HBO. Like, what's the point? Why do people even have HBO? They're the same fucking price. I wonder if they're eventually going to get rid of HBO and it's just going to be HBO Max. But anyways, I, had, I added so many shows to my list and we watched a documentary this weekend class action park and it's about this like the like one of the first water parks it was in New Jersey I believe and it was a fucking lawsuit waiting to happen and it did happen like kids died there it was so unsafe it was fucking ran by teenagers but it's funny because some of the rides that they talk about and you know that were legendary at this water park were replicated like at Waterworld and Raging Waters only with regulations like not super dangerous like they are at Action Park anyways I highly recommend this documentary it's like an hour and 30 minutes long it's so interesting like it's so fucking crazy the shit that they got away with we're also almost done with all the American Horror Stories. Man, we really blew through those. What's your favorite season? I feel like the last season that we're on right now, 1984, mm, not my favorite. It kind of gives me anxiety. I really like the cult one, and then I really liked Apocalypse. And I know that there's another one coming out, and I want to read up on what the theme of it is because I can't remember. 
But man, I can't believe we ever fell off that show because it's so good. It just, I can't watch it when we're in bed. Like it's a downstairs only show. Last night, Brett was like, we only have two more episodes. Let's watch it in bed. I was like, fuck no, I'm not getting in bed and watching this. We're watching Love Island in bed because I'm not trying to have nightmares. Okay. I'm kind of bummed because I feel like tonight's going to be a really good episode of The Bachelorette, but I can't do a recap afterwards. Brett has to be up so fucking early. He's going to go to bed probably when The Bachelorette starts. And so the office is right next to our bedroom, so I'm not going to be able to come in here and record. I could record downstairs on my phone and then transfer it in, but... I still feel like I would have to be quiet and then the quality is not very good when I do that. So yeah, I probably won't be able to do a bachelorette recap tonight, which sucks because I do feel like it's going to be a really good episode. I will be live tweeting, but by the time you hear this, it will have already been over. So sorry about it. I mean, if something wild happens, like someone loses a limb or like fucking proposes to Tasha, I don't know why loses a limb was on the table, but if something wild happens, I'll make sure to do a little insert or maybe I'll do like an IG live. I don't fucking know. I just feel bad because I don't want to wake Brett up because he is has a hard time sleeping as it is. And if I come up here like, well, guys, it'll just fuck up his whole sleep schedule. And then I worry about him driving when he's tired. So, yeah, I probably won't be doing a recap tonight. But I do have one fucking funny ass story to leave you with. Last week after I posted the Petco Chuck with a Petco check that said that he won $50,000 for Front Street. I started getting all these messages from like, you know, pet boutiques that wanted to collab and my emails and my Instagram. So I got um, an email from Litter Genie saying, do you want to collab? And I fucking got so excited. I wrote back like a paragraph like, oh, my God, I've been dying for a Litter Genie and you guys are so amazing and I would be honored and I can't wait to share this with my cat friends and all my followers. Like I wrote back this super enthusiastic email and the girl was like, Kay, what's your address? So I sent my address and I was like, again, thank you so much. I'm so excited to get the product and test it out. And then they wrote back some like super generic email and it, it, it was all legit. Like it everything was legit about it. Like the website, the email, everything like if this was an actual thing. So I was like, why are they being so fucking weird with me? Like they asked me to be, you know, an influencer for their, for them or brand ambassador. And then they're being kind of like standoffish with me. So I go back and I read through the email again and I'm like, yeah, everything's legit. I click on the website. Everything's legit. And then I realize you guys, I'm over here freaking out. They're not actually sending me the litter box, the litter genie, like self-cleaning litter box. No, they're sending me the bucket <laughs> with a scooper in it so I could clean the litter box. Like it's not the actual self-cleaning litter box. It's just like the litter genie bucket so that you can like scoop it every day and the, you put it in the litter genie, I guess. And then like it's doesn't smell in there. I don't know. I haven't used it before, but I'm fucking dying because I was freaking out thinking I was getting like this $300 or $200, whatever it is, litter box. And I'm getting a $13.99 bucket that's sold at Target. Like no wonder they were being short with me. They were probably like, this girl has issues. She's so excited. Like she could just go to the store and buy this herself. Oh my God. I felt so embarrassed afterwards. I'm like, watch them not even send this shit to me because they're like, this girl's off her rocker getting so excited about this. Oh my God, so embarrassing. That's Brett always says, I don't read things carefully enough. I went back and it clearly says that it's a litter genie like pale or whatever it's called. So I'm just waiting every day to see if that thing actually shows up on my doorstep. <laughs> because I fucking acted like I was winning the goddamn lottery when they sent me that email. Oh, I'm so embarrassing. <laughs> okay, that's it for now. Please, everyone, go vote for Chuck. Text Chuck to 47177 to vote. I actually might make that 
the name of this episode, text Chuck to 47177. I mean, if that's not fucking getting the word across, I don't know what is. I'm like, what could I do? Can I get some t-shirts made? A bumper sticker? We just got our car washed. I was like, damn it, we shouldn't have done that. I could have wrote text Chuck on the window because our window was hella dirty. I'm like, what can I do? Rent an airplane? A blimp? Like, I just want everyone to text the word Chuck to 47177. So what could I do to make that happen? I've always said that I wish something in was, I wish there was an invention where you're in your car and you can like put a message out over your car like someone behind you like stop fucking riding my ass or like oh sorry I didn't mean to cut you off like you could just speak into something and then it like shoots up like illuminates over your car I'm like what could I fucking do <laughs> I wish that existed right now so I could drive around with text Chuck to 47177 right above my car I mean I just don't know what else to do to get the word out my friend Katie after last week's episode she sent me so many good suggestions with people that I could reach out to but I realized like I just I don't know I'm so weird about reaching out to people, especially people that I don't know, like, hey, I know you don't know me, but could you read? I I don't know why that's so weird for me, but I haven't done it. She sent me so many good options and I haven't done it. I just feel like I don't want to bother anyone. Like, I know people have their own shit going on. And like some of these people that she suggested have seen and liked my video, but they haven't shared it. So like if they haven't shared it on their own, (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. I still have some time, though. We have until the 16th. I just, it really fucking sucks that I talk shit about Claire, huh? Lesson learned. <laughs> so, yeah, text Chuck. Tell your friends. Post it on your Facebook. Post it on your Twitter. Post it on your Instagram story. $25,000 to help save lives at Front Street Animal Shelter. That's how you need to word it to pull at Sacramento's heartstrings. Okay, talk to you next week. Goodbye. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow us on Instagram at What the Chuck Podcast.